You guys, listen, 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 listen carefully. And I mean this from the deepest part of my heart. If you did not listen to last week's episode, or if you did listen to episode 32 of the Uriah Marketing Podcast, this episode is going to be correlated to that and it's going to be ridiculously important. So it would behoove you to pay attention. Whatever you have right now that's in front of you, get rid of it. Turn off all mobile devices. If you're listening to, if you're using a mobile device to listen to us, don't turn that off. But get rid of the notification settings and just zone in. If you have kids, close the door. You don't want a cup of tea for this because this episode we have Brian Saviano back with us again, talking about how to combine both the big G Google and the big F for Facebook and how you can use that and put it together. The reason why this is going to be ridiculously important because on last week's episode, we talked about how they removed certain important, valuable behavior targeting as well as demographic targeting that is severely important. I'm not going to go over it right now because it's a lot to cover, but if you haven't done so, pause it, go to episode 32 and tune right in. On that, you guys, welcome back to the episode. Thank you so much for coming back here. Um, it is episode 33 of the URI Marketing Podcast. I am your host, JJ, and today we have a co-host, Mr. Brian Saviano on the right side of the screen. So, and we're going to be discussing today, you guys, what we have, I have my handy dandy notes here, how we're going to be putting together Facebook and Google, and we're going to be discussing WordPress websites, blog posts, pages, um, conversions, reviews, and testimonials, as well as two different types of SEO, which is going to be very important. There's on-page and off-page, and you need to understand how to utilize both. And then we're going to be talking about pixels again, how you can season those pixels to get the conversion that you needed. And then we have a little surprise for at the end. It's a little bonus, but we'll talk about it later. Anyways, you guys, please, for the second time, welcome Mr. Saviano, CEO and founder of Trackable Results. Welcome, my guy. How you doing? Quite another introduction there, man. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, man. So, B, what is the first place people, what what should we be doing right now? What should we be focusing on? You're the expert when it comes to SEO and Google. I'm not that great at it, which is why I have you on board. What should we, what should we be focusing on and what should we be paying attention to and what should we be doing currently right now to get the consistent quality leads that we need on demand well you know jj it's really right now it's it's all about who's chasing who and in the mortgage business every mortgage officer is trying to get realtors to work with them to give them their loans so um if you're a loan officer and you're trying to get loans right now how nice would it be to actually have something to give to a real estate agent to start the relationship off on a good on a good term and say hey right I've got some leads, some some purchase leads, or some listing leads for you, and I want I want you to help. Uh, I want to help you grow your business, and likewise, I'm, I'm hoping to reciprocate this relationship so it benefits us both mutually. Um, and right now, a good way of doing that is actually through search engine optimization uh, by having your own website. You know, let's face it, everyone's got one of these within an arm's length of them. And in fact, most of you probably have yours on right now. Yep. In fact, you may even be watching on your, your mobile phone right now as we, as we uh, are speaking. So the, the first thing that you need to do is you need to have a website, and you also need to have that website make sure that it's mobile responsive. Right. 
So let's recap on the website. Like just quickly, if you guys didn't listen to episode 31 with uh, Brian Savion about websites and how important it is to optimize for it. Um, quick recap on that for the audience. We don't have to go through the entire thing, but when we're talking websites here, I go to like a lot of credit unions websites, um, even some local ones. And I'm just like, man, this website is egregious. It's not mobile responsive. It's not mobile friendly. It is vital and important for mortgage pros to invest in their website. And if you have a website built by your uh, company, like if you're working for First United Bank or Bank of America, whatever it is, I strongly um, suggest that you should even have your own website. And we discussed, um, you know, you shouldn't be on, you know, certain things like Squarespace or whatnot. But go ahead, Brian, just quickly recap on what they should have on their website, which we talked about last week. Um, and, and, and we'll move on from there pretty much. Well, I know everyone watching this video was on last time and they, they all watched that. So we true. So true. Uh, I'll trust that they, they watched that video, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but now to answer your question, JJ, you know, there's a few things. Number one, your, your website really is an online brochure for you. Uh, and it could just be either that an online brochure, or you can have, you can actually convert that website into a machine that actually draws in traffic and converts prospects into, into clients. So uh, in order to do that, you need to have your, you know, you want to personalize that with your information because no one likes doing business with a stranger. Exactly. Fact, everyone, you know, they want to see who they're working with now. Right. And with today's social media and the invention of these fancy mobile phones, it's really an easy time for people, for mortgage professionals to brand themselves, be on a video, Put up, you know, create a blog post and create different pages like we talked about last time. Uh, you know, some for purchase business and also having pages for refinance business <clears> or even reverse mortgages, 401, uh, 403B loans, if anyone's doing those, and even, you know, VA loans. And, and, and one thing that I'm going to touch up on too as well, which I agree with all that Brian said, all that is valuable. Again, if you missed out on some of that information or you don't remember, I suggest going back. But the only way that the website really works into converting machine is the value that you give in advance. What is that value? Episode 31, we discuss all about the value that you need to convert those guys. So let's move on. Let's get in there. So let's talk about let's talk about blog posts. I know blog posts has to do all with SEO. Um, let's talk about that. What what should be people be blogging about? That's, that's actually a good question. Uh, and really what you want to have on your blog posts are the same conversations that you're having with your clients. What are the questions that people are asking right now? Right. They're going to be different for everyone depending on what you need to focus on. Uh, should I I'll give you an example? Should I go with a fixed rate mortgage or an adjustable rate mortgage? Is it better to uh, buy no money down or, or have PMI? Is it better to have a 30-year fit or I already said that one, a jumbo loan or split your loan up with a 417 and a home equity line? You know, so uh, you really just want to create, answer the questions that people have and people, that people are typing into Google. So my question is now, you have, we have the Google pay, uh, the, the, the Google website, um, but Another thing that I know that we have to do as well, once you build the website, once you do the blog post, a lot of things I notice, um, Brian, is that there's a thing called Google My Business. 
And also Google has a version now of where they, where you could make a website through Google. Now this it's, it's something, it's not completely new. It just came out like about a year or two ago um, where you're able, like literally if you start a new business for somehow, some way, some reason, Google has this algorithm to say, Hey, would you like to build a quick website on Google? So it'll say uriamarketing.business.google. And for and it looks like it'll, it'll optimize it for you because we're on their website. So it looks like now they're trying to build websites to help businesses optimize and uh, uh, stay ranked. My question to you is, is that a good idea? Should we, what's Google My Business? And then should, and, 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 and the, the stuff that we should be doing such as claiming our businesses. So what are your thoughts on this? And what are the steps that Mortgage Pro should be taking on that? Sure. Uh, well, the first thing I would like to say is that the Google My Business is actually a really good place for anyone who's in the mortgage business who owns their own company to have that listing. And you really want to focus on developing that property through Google because that's one of the fastest ways that you can get found. And when someone types in mortgage broker on their phone or they talk to uh, Siri or whoever you have for your carrier, um, they're going to get they're going to get that Google My Business listing. And those are usually the ones that get the most traffic. So that's free to have your business listed there. Uh, and you're also you know, going to have a link to your website. If you don't have a website, at the very least, you could go with one of the Google websites. But from the tests that we've done here at Trackable Results, we have found that those don't really rank very well. And they're just little one-page websites. But you know, something is obviously better than nothing. But in reality, you know, the, with the kind of money that, that's uh, made on some of these mortgages, um, really could pick up that fee fairly fast and have a the website's built properly you can have a dividend an investment that just keeps paying dividends over and over again so that's a perfect way to like start getting traffic already towards on on the google website and it's free like you said and you rank more um especially if you did everything right if you have the wordpress website I mean, if you don't know how to build a website i suggest i behoove you go go over to chocable results they'll build you a website um, they'll build you a plan. So, and it's important that you, you do that. You should invest in that. Um, so we understand that we have to add like reviews, testimonials. What are your best practices right. for that? Should we, we know that Google owns YouTube and we understand that the more words we have on our website, the more likely we're going to rank. What are some strategies behind the type of testimonials, if whether it's video or written format? What what strategies do you suggest that mortgage pros should be using to get that ranking on Google? Sure, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, the first thing, uh, which is really ironic, is when you type that into Google and you look at some of the listings, you're going to see uh, different mortgage brokers come up or, or businesses. And the first place the eye goes to is they're going to look at the number of reviews there and the, and the rating of them. So you want to build up as many positive and consistent reviews that you can. A lot of people try to game that system and it ends up backfiring on you. So you want to make sure that your reviews, number one, are legitimate. They're from real people. Uh, and I know a lot of people do. They work really hard to provide the best customer service. And sometimes if you get a bad one, if you do get a bad one, uh, it's best to just address it one time. Say, hey, we're sorry about that. Um, you know, if you'd like to discuss this issue further, please contact our office and leave it at that. Don't ever 
click, keep clicking on that review because the more you click on that bad review, it's showing Google that that, that review is actually uh, significant. And Google's going to put more of an emphasis on those negative reviews. So uh, it's a little tip there. Uh, what you want to do is you want people clicking on the positive stuff. That makes a lot of sense to me. I got to actually have a sincere question to ask you. What about Google reviews? I know we can have view, reviews on the website. What about Google? And also, does does Google own Yelp? I just do they, or is Yelp its own entity? No. Okay. No, not, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, okay. But, okay. Silly question, but hey, I'd rather know than you know. I'd rather have an answer. So, what about the Google reviews? Not only is it good to have reviews on our website, but would Google reviews also be beneficial for us as well? Mortgage right. yeah, that, that's really what I was talking about. Uh, oh, I think I flip flop what you said, Jake. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what, what, I, what I should have said before is it's, it's good to actually have testimonials on your video on your website. So, video testimonials, uh, you can just at a closing, you can say, Hey, great, you know, can you comment on what you like about this? Had a good experience. Take a 30 second to one minute video clip of uh, someone saying, Hey, you know, I just worked with JJ. He closed the loan for me. I'm very happy with his service. I didn't think I was going to get this house, but JJ worked his magic. And you know what? Now I got the keys to my new home. So, you know, when you do stuff like that, everyone has barriers and, and everyone's afraid of getting screwed over. And, and that's really what the Internet has done is it's helped educate consumers now. So they're more informed than ever before. Right. And, you know, it's, it's really... Uh, Times have really changed here with the invention of the internet. Everything has changed. We now have the power. Um, TV's done. Radio's done. The Fortune 500 companies who, you know, like, I'm going so crazy right now because with social media, consumers now have options. And before, before, like, the TV ratings are going down, man. There's Netflix, there's Hulu. We have options. So if you're not doing this currently, guess what they're going to do? They're not going to care because they're going to go to somebody else. So you guys, you have to start using social media. You have to start using Google and you have to find ways to be authentic because before back in the day, you know, Bank of America put a commercial on TV and that was the only thing that people were, were using at the time to like, you know, find new business. They would go to them because those companies had the money. But now, and it took TV, sorry, one more thing. It took TV 13 years to get, what, 13 million users? And not everyone could afford a TV at the time. Social media took less than half of that, two and a half years. Within two and a half years, guys, Facebook got a billion flipping users per month, active users, within two, in a half years instagram it took what three to four years for a billion users youtube let me stop it let me stop it i'm getting upset you guys i'm telling you if you're not using this and if you're not they have they have options now there's different platforms we can utilize this so let's talk about there's two different types of seos i don't know much about this so i'm actually going to be learning about this today as well i'm being very open and honest with you guys on the team I'm sorry, on, who are listening to the podcast. There are two different types of SEO. There's on-page and there's off-page. Brian, can you please care to um, take take the rein on this thing? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, uh, like you said, there are two types. The first one is on-page optimization. 
those are going to be some of the things that we spoke about last week on last week's episode about having the, the proper title tags uh, also referred to as headings tags so there's a couple different types of tags there's headings one headings two headings three those are the predominant ones that Google uh, looks for when they crawl your website mm-hmm. and they're looking for consistency between those keywords that are on your maybe you're using Yoast or all in one SEO plugin um, as well as the so they're looking for consistency between those keywords. They're also looking for the uh, consistency between the, the headings, tags, content of the website, as well as the page title. If you've got all three of those things in check, uh, related images and related content, Google's going to give your website a much higher ranking than someone who just has a regular website that's not labeled out very well. So that's on-page optimization. And those are the things that we do here at Tracking Results. And the, I'm telling you right here, Firsthand, the more you can get your site, the on-page optimization going, the, full, the, the better your site's going to rank in the website and in the search engine. Because when the websites or the search engines call your website, they're going to know what that website's about. They're going to rate it a higher relevance relevancy score. And therefore, whoever's got the highest relevancy score, those sites are going to rank higher. Okay. That makes sense. That makes actually a lot of sense. I don't, I don't even have any questions because actually I can follow through. You guys, if you have questions, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on SoundCloud or iTunes, there's a section below we can leave a comment. You know, we'll leave a comment there. If you have a question, leave it there. Brian and I will go ahead, we'll answer it, and um, we'll take care of you guys, fair and square. All right. Um, so that makes sense with op- online op- um, on-page optimization. And I got a question. I'm assuming it's something that you have to do consistently optimizing on your on-page uh, um, uh, optimization with your website, or is it, you know, what should we, when should we be optimizing every, is it every two weeks, three weeks, a month, a year? Sure. Well, you know, JJ, Google really loves content. So uh, going back to the blog post that we talked about before, once you get the basic framework laid out for your site, mm. really all you need to do is add on blog posts. And as often as you can add those on that are related and relevant, right. uh, providing informative information, uh, you know, that, that's really going to help the search engine seek it out. And the more viewership that you have on that website, the more you've got going back. Right. Now, JJ, we talked, I know we're going to be talking about pixels uh, a little bit at the end of this call, but you know, one of the things that Google looks at when they're evaluating a website is how many times people come back to a website. Mm. Statistics show that most people that go visit a website, they really don't come back very often. So by having these pixels in place, you can actually bring people back to your website. The more people come back to your website, the longer they stay on your page, the higher of a rating that people's going to give your website. Yes. So yes. we sweep this into the off-page optimization, which is the other type of option. Now, off-page optimization is a combination of links that maybe come from other uh, third-party sources. They could be like from social media, like Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, all those different places with links pointing to your site. So when you make these blog posts, you want to make sure that you share those to social media. And you know when you share those to social media, you put the link back to your website. And that's just going to help create more backlinks flowing to your website which in turn creates more link juice and helps your website rank even higher in searching. Makes sense. Okay. I love this uh, idea and that is that is very important. And I'm going to tell you guys something that's, uh, if you guys did not understand what Brian said, I, I urge you 
to rewind that last three minutes or two minutes uh, because it is so vital, especially with off-page optimization because Facebook has a thing called pixels. And this is how I'm going to give you the tips and strategies you need to know right now that you can begin implementing in your business. And all this we're talking about today, you can implement it today. Today, it's just that as easy. If you don't know how to put pixels on the website, I had a podcast about that. Not sure which one. Uh, might be episode five or seven. Go ahead, look it up. Um, it's All that information is there and it's free of charge. But you guys, ladies and gentlemen, pixels is a piece of code that you put on your website that tracks user data and behavior. If you're really savvy, what you can do is you have a pixel plugin and you could begin tracking people who have been on your website if they passed a certain time frame, which would be five minutes. That's if you're savvy. You don't have to. But the reason why you would want to try something like this, because guess what? That lead is more quality. And if they're there the longer, guess what? Not only going to rank on Google, but when you retarget them on Facebook, they already know, they already like, they already trust you. And when you put that ad out there, which is not an ad, that's just, you know, trying to give a right hook. There's a thing that Gary Vaynerchuk says, jab, 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 right hook. A lot of you mortgage pros do not understand the, 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 the nature of social media. Google is a different animal. It is a lion, right? Okay. People look actively look up things that they are looking for at that moment. Facebook doesn't mean that they're always going to convert. But when you combine Google and Facebook, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, these are different animals. It's a different breed, but it's a different like generation or not generation, different type. With Facebook, it's not about, oh, get a lot of you think too much of traditional TV advertising, radio advertising, the same old, oh, come in before it's too late or, or get a free appraisal. That stuff does not work. You need to be different. I understand you're not like the Kardashian, but when you go and retarget these people on Facebook, on Instagram, on Google, you need to create content that is one relevant because Facebook um, tracks relevancy and on two has to be entertaining. entertaining. You guys, you're advertising to a new generation now. If you're looking for first time home buyers, stop with this nonsense. Come in right now and we'll take care of you. You're advertising to an age group between the ages of 25 to 35 uh, who are first time home buyers and they have a different mindset. They're growing up in a different era. The mortgage pros that are 50 years plus and, and older. You guys need to understand. You guys need to accommodate. We're not going to accommodate to you. You need to adapt to us because we're the ones who's making the decision. We're the ones who's putting the money back into your pocket. I'm sorry I'm going on a rant right now. Brian, if you got to cut me off, cut me off. But the reason why these pixels are important because not only are you going to be able to um, retarget them on Facebook and on Instagram, but you need to create valuable content which will allow you to convert. They may not convert the first time, may not convert the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, but eventually they will convert because they know, they like, they trust you. So I'm tired of a lot of mortgage professionals who's out there and is saying, yo, Facebook doesn't work, Instagram doesn't work. No, it's a different breed. It works. You just don't know how to advertise properly. I just, I just went off. 
I'm not mad at you guys. I'm telling you the truth. This is why this podcast, because a lot of you don't understand this process. You don't understand the system. It is a completely different breed. Like I said, you need to eradicate, you need to defenestrate that mindset of repurposing, having the same type of radio ads and then put them on television, having the same type of newspaper ads. You need to get rid of that because each platform is different. Instagram, if you're going to retarget on Instagram, you need to have different content that you have on Facebook because Facebook is a combination of words and pictures and maybe videos. But Instagram, it's more so focused on video and high-end images. Twitter is more so about characters and how you... You guys, you need to understand that you cannot really just repurpose anything and put it everywhere. I know I've, I know that it sounds crazy and you can't do that, but each platform is different. I hope you guys understand this. That's how you retarget properly. That's how you combine Google and Facebook to get that that opto, um to get those conversions that you need. And if you bring them back to your website, well, if they click the learn more button or the book now button, you don't want to bring them directly to that main website you can but what's going to happen is they're going to get lost again so if it's a first time home buyer um uh campaign that you're retargeting bring them to the section on your website that is optimized and, and 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 it's like a mini landing page on that section that tab that's created specifically for first time home buyers if it's a refi bring them to that section of your website that is um well-crafted and, and, and proven and tested out to get those leads for those refis. If it's a uh, commercial, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. You're smart. It's episode 33 of the podcast. You've heard me 33 times in your lifetime. Okay. So you already understand this stuff. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'm just excited right now. Brian, now that they got this all together, any last words that you would like to uh, mention in? Sure. Yeah. Actually, like you know, you, you gave a real good summary there. It's uh, interesting to hear your take on it. Uh, the one thing I will say is, when people do have questions, since they are turning to their mobile devices and their computers now more than ever before in history, wouldn't you rather have that person coming to you for advice? Mm. And really, by having a blog post, authority blog posts and these social media posts, that's really in essence what you're doing. Is you're you're having conversations with them. Exactly. So. As they as they come and they, they they go online or they may go to your social media and they may find your materials. These think of these as mini commercials, which are infomercials in reality, and also sales sales pitches for you. So the more you stay in front of your, your, your prospects, the better off you are. It's going to be is converting them down the road. And, and one and thing that we're actually doing right now to help convert uh, clients for. Uh, our mortgage officers, we actually have a few mortgage officers right now that we're actually creating a listing. We're actually creating listings. We're helping them create listings for their real estate agents. So now what happens is when these loan officers are creating listing agent, or you know what, let's face it, everyone says there's a shortage right now of inventory. What realtor's not gonna turn down a listing? So if you can walk in with a listing and hand that off to a loan officer or to a realtor, they're gonna be giving you loans out in return. And the same way that you, you want to market to the realtors, it's the same way that you want to market to the prospects. So as a loan officer, you've got the responsibility. You need to market to the to the consumer, and you also need to market to the uh, to the realtors as well. And then you also have your past customers, your, your database. So you really constantly, as a loan officer, 
Your job is to constantly be marketing, marketing the new prospects, marketing the database, marketing the uh, realtors that are working with you, and marketing the realtors who aren't working with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you combine all these factors that we spoke about today, pixels, pixels that JJ talked about, blog posts, the SEO, the reviews, the testimonies, what you end up doing is you actually end up creating a system, a well-oiled machine that actually works for your advantage to help you create a new business regularly. Essentially, in a nutshell, what Brian is saying is establish your authority and your credibility. Establish your authority and credibility. Just like you establish your authority and credibility with these real estate agents, you need to do the same thing with these young bucks between the ages of 25 and 35 who are first-time home buyers because we don't know you. So give us valuable content. Give us things of value. And we talked about that in the first um, uh, the first uh, series of this trilogy. What, what type of value can you be giving out? Episode 31 of that podcast, go ahead, check it out. Um, the question is now, how do we capture the leads and how do we stay automated? And it looks like, unfortunately, again, we do this every single time. We're running out of time. But Brian, I want you to touch up just very quickly on this because I know we both got to go. We got to head out. Um, but let's talk about CRMs and why it's important, maybe an automated system as well, because that is important. You know, we're giving you all the we're giving you all the strategy, guys. We talked about how do you how to optimize property on Google, how to build the right website, an episode 31 and give good quality content. We just talked about the pixels and how to drive traffic. Okay. Now you got the traffic, you got the website. How do you capture the system? How do you stay in front of them? And how do you convert those clicks into paying customers? Yeah. Well, you know, JJ. Uh, like I just said, you know, you, as loan officers, we, we have, you know, or, or you have many different uh, groups of people that you're you're trying to stay uh, form relationships and maintain those relationships with. So, uh, like I said, you're going to have prospects, you're going to have uh, current clients, you're going to have realtors and new realtors, and you really need a system to follow up with all of them because. What's ultimately going to happen if you don't is you're going to rip out all your hair and frustration. And having a good CRM in place will help you do that, help you automate that process. So, uh, and once you have that in conjunction with your website, your SEO, and all these things that we talked talk about, you can literally be seen as the go-to expert who's positioned everywhere. Ideally, you want to be on their mobile phone, Facebook. You want your ads to pop up. When they're going through YouTube. You want them to see your videos. They're going through the search engines. You want them to find your company. Mm -hmm. um, when they're getting emails, you want them. They open up their email box. Your name. You want them to see your name. Uh, when they check your voicemail, you, you know you want to be in front of them. So you really need to do everything you can to, to stay in front of people. Right now, it's all about state of awareness. And the more of a, a presence that you can build and create, the more memorable you're going to be. And if someone likes you, which they can really form um, an opinion of you and whether they like your personality or whatnot, mm -hmm. through video and, and this uh, social media position. So when you combine all these different things together, it really will help you uh, in the long run. But we're going to talk more about that on our next episode. But I, I do know you've got a lot to change, Jake. Yep, pretty um, much, yeah. That's really good in store for next week, too, I believe. Exactly, yeah. So, you guys, so real quick to touch up on it, next week, here's what we're going to be talking about. 
we're going to be talking about a CRM system. What does CRM stand for? I know most of you know, but for those of you who don't know, uh, customer relations management. Email open rates right now are at an all-time low. Some of them are like as low as 17% open rate. We have tips and strategies right now, today, current strategies to get 90% open rate. And um, again, I, there's a whole process behind it. I want to tell you guys now, but that's why we're coming back next week, um, Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys, listen up. If it's your first time here, listen, listen, listen. Go ahead, head over to Trackable Results. Get your website audited. Um, check out what you can do with um, Brian Saviano. He's a great man. Um, ridiculously amazing guy. We're not telling you just to do this, but we're telling you because you need to do this. It is important. And then most of you know that you need it. So go ahead, get it reviewed by Brian. Um, Brian, what do you what do you, what are you gonna offer? What can they expect when they um, reach out to you? Well, you know, uh, what we do typically is we uh, we've got a complete website analysis, which we'll do. We'll, we'll go ahead and we'll search their, their page where they rank, check out all their, their listings and whatnot. We normally charge three ninety five, two ninety five, sorry, two ninety five for that. Um, but you know what? Uh, for the first ten people um, that request that, uh, we'll go ahead and give that to you free. Um, and Sounds like good. This, I would like to just say, I, I think that the information that you've shared is valuable. I hope you think so too. If you find this valuable, I'm going to ask that you share this with a friend. You can go ahead and smash the like button down at the bottom for JJ. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And share it with other mortgage pros. Don't be stingy now. Share it with other mortgage pros. 99% of, well, I shouldn't say that, but 99% won't really take much action. It's only that 1% that does. So don't worry if you share it or not. Most um, ten times, nine times out of ten, most most mortgage pros don't do anything with it. Unfortunately, I get I get you guys are busy, etc. But hey, it's the facts, it's the truth, right? It is what it is. So you guys heard it right here. The first ten people head over to uh, Brian Saviano's uh, website. Um, if you, uh, I'll have the description below how to get a hold of him, his website, etc. There's a whole system that captures your information, and he will reach out to you. Now, for our end, what we provide for you guys at UriahMarketing.com. You guys, we have a free ebook. Go ahead, head over to UriahMarketing.com. Download that free ebook. It's it talks about all the things that you need to know to get those consistent quality leads on demand. And I have actual real case studies from clients that we work with um, that has provided those results. Um, and these are clients that we work with, with credit unions. Okay. And also another thing I offer as well for anybody and everybody um, in the mortgage industry. Um, we offer a free custom marketing blueprint plan. You and I will sit down digitally together or over the phone, and we will discuss a campaign that is specific for you that will help you generate those leads. And it's crafted specifically for you. So if you haven't done so already, go ahead, click that, um, get that information, get your free custom marketing blueprint plan. I can guarantee you and promise you guys I'm not going to sell you. You can take it. You can um, implement it. And if you want us to do it for you, um, that is completely fine. Whichever option you choose, all is well with me. Other than that, you guys, peace, love, and chicken grease. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. If it wasn't for you guys continuously opening up these emails and listening to me talk, my God, I wouldn't be doing this anymore. I probably would, actually, because I don't give up. But I'm so thankful for all our podcast listeners. I'm so thankful. Harris, um, uh, Demetrius Lockett. Uh, uh, who else? All of you. I can't remember all of your names, but I see who opens it, and I am so thankful. All right, guys. Cheers. Love you all. Peace. All right. How you feel, man?
I was great, man. It was great. How do was I awesome. how do I stop? How'd you it? like it? Bro, I loved it. Uh